Welcome back to a Dead Letter Podcast, where we delve into the mysterious and unexplained phenomena that have fascinated humans for centuries. In today's episode, we will explore some of the most intriguing and spine-tingling aspects of the paranormal world. From ancient folklore to modern-day sightings, these phenomena have captured the imaginations of people across the globe and continue to spark curiosity and wonder in those who seek to understand the mysteries of the universe. So sit back, relax, and join us as we embark on a journey into the unknown, exploring some of the most fascinating and eerie aspects of the paranormal world. Welcome back, guys. I'm your host, The Immortal. I know this week I, I missed another one. This past week, I caught up with a couple old friends. One of them told me he has a YouTube channel called uh, Marmel Games. Check him out, as he also does road trips on his bike. Uh, also, please go and support Bull Talk, The Thing About Us, The Parallel Boys, formerly known as The Parallel Discussion, The Conversation Cabin, and The Shadows in the Attic Podcast. And lastly, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Uh, so like I said, I caught up with a couple old buddies. One is a Marine and the other is in the Army. Uh, one of them actually served during the Iraq War a couple years back, or like a decade back, whenever it happened. I forgot. We were there for a cool minute, you know. Or at least, the, you know, the army was there for a cool minute. So uh, he saw some wild shit. Uh, but the reason why I'm here today is because the Marines saw and heard some wild shit as well. Some, some wild paranormal activity shit, you know. All right. So this one is from my Marine friend, I believe. Um, it didn't happen exactly to him, but it was told to him while he was out stationed in the area, I guess. Um people in the military, which is either like the Air Force and even Marine Corps and all stuff, the Army, I guess they have paranormal encounters that they share amongst each other during, I don't know, vets reunion or something. I'm really butchering this shit, but so he said his friend said a couple years back, he was abruptly sent and stationed at Okinawa, Japan. It was a long flight, one of the longest he's had since enlisting. He had an overnight layover in Yokota. It was no biggie to him. He liked checking out new places and still does it to this day. So he's in Japan for his layover. He stays over in one of those lodges. He forgets the name, but if he remembers, I'll shoot it in here. He checks in like any other spot, heads to his room, and begins to get ready to bed. He goes straight to bed because his flight was scheduled pretty early the next day. It was really quiet, so he was able to KO real fast. At around 2 a.m., he wakes up suddenly with a feeling of unease. He feels a heavy atmosphere in the room. He tries to shake it off and go back to sleep, but he feels something climb onto his bed. He tries to locate it with his eyes, but he doesn't see anything. He tries to go out of his bed and hit the lights, but he can't get up. He feels an immense pressure on him. He has never had sleep paralysis, ever. He could feel it coming towards him as he could see the imprints on the bed. He couldn't see what it was. Whatever it was was now next to his face as he could feel the bed lower. He starts struggling with it. He begins to free his arms, so he starts cursing it out, telling it to get the fuck out. Eventually, he frees himself and turns on the light. He looks around the room and finds nothing. He starts to think that maybe he hallucinated because of the long flight from the States to Japan. He gets it out of his head and goes back to sleep. In the morning, he remembers the incident from the night and convinces himself that he must have hallucinated. As he gets up and gets ready to shower, he notices that all his things are moved around. His clothes and other belongings are all in different places and areas of the room like if they were just thrown there. As he was leaving, he wanted to ask the front desk staff if they knew anything, but decided not to. I guess he said he didn't want to look like a weirdo. Eventually, he flew and arrived at his destination where he asked others about the area. One of his fellow servicemen told him about another haunted airbase in Okinawa. 
His buddy told him this story when he first arrived at Yokota. This encounter happened to a well-known Yokota military base. The encounter happened in 2012 when an enlisted man brought his wife to live with him at their home base. The wife said that a lot of inexplicable things happened in their home. They had a spare room which they furnished with a bed. She stated she would hear loud crashes at night. The bed would be stripped of its covers. She would also wake to her kitchen cabinets being wide open. She would hear random knocking coming from the doors and the spare bedroom even though she was alone. She was informed by the security staff at the base that they would see lights flicker on and off when the couple wasn't home. Because of the activity, she would keep the spare bedroom closed as she believed that's where the activity originated from. Uh, so this one happened to my army buddy. This was like a while back, like 09, 010 era. He said while he stayed at the barracks, strange things would go on at night. The guards that would stay up overnight would see shadows walking down the halls and in the surrounding area. This paranormal encounter starts a couple days into a stay at the barracks. One night, after training and duties and other shit he was assigned, he decided to go straight to bed. He was tired as fuck and did not want to be bothered. He said he began to doze and head into sleep when his covers were pulled off of him. He shot up fast, turned on the lights, and checked the room. He found nothing and decided to head back to sleep. The next night, he was awakened by knocks at his door. He would shout at them to fuck off, but they would persist, so he would get up and open the door and found no one outside his room. Later that day, he went to the guard that was posted overnight and asked him if he saw anyone up at night knocking on the doors. And the guard said no, but he told him that this barrack has history and that is a pretty common thing to happen. My friend didn't get much sleep during his stay there, but at least he didn't feel crazy. This next one sent in. I worked at the Arlington National Cemetery while I was in the military. I, among other guards, always talked and shared what we saw during our shifts. One of the encounters that was shared to me happened to a guard. While on patrol at the cemetery, he reported seeing one of the gravestones begin to glow a yellowish neon-like color. Thinking it might be a fire, he approached it, and when he got there, the light was gone. Fast forward to my encounter. My encounter begins when I started doing night patrols. I'm walking through the graves, completing my rounds, when in front of me I see what appears to be another soldier. I, got, I called out to him, telling him to state his business here, and I received no response. I start to approach the figure, getting ready to go off on him for being out of his quarters. Just as I'm about to reach him, I get called on the radio to head back. I begin to walk back, and midway I turn around to look at the figure, but he's gone. I scan the area, and I can't find the soldier. I get back to my station, and I inform the other guards about what I saw. His response was surprising as he stated he had an encounter in the graves as well. He said he saw a figure by one of the graves while doing his rounds. He called out to them like me and got no response. He scanned the surrounding area to see if it was just that figure, but when he returned his view to where the figure was standing, it was gone. He chalked it up to the spirits of the past soldiers coming home. I guess it's kind of wild that a lot of these things don't really get reported or make, well, I mean, they probably do, you know? Um, they, they probably make it into those uh, blue books or uh, like other paranormal investigation scenes that they shut down maybe because um, I feel like a lot of the stuff in the military doesn't really make it out there like I, I hear like a lot of these accounts where the servicemen will go and report these strange activities to their superiors and they get shut down or they get hit back with a lot of pushback resistance and even threatened with like relocation and sometimes it even causes them like their promotions and shit but I, I guess when, when I think about it, uh, I start thinking that a lot of things that could be attributed to several reasons, but obvious one is that the military focuses on tangible, measurable 
uh, I mean, tangible, measurable, and empirical evidence, you know, that can be studied and understood within the frame within the framework of established scientific principles. Paranormal phenomena often lacks such evidence, and it can't really be explained using modern scientific ideas. Uh, secondly, acknowledging or investigating such activity could potentially undermine the military's credibility and reputation. You know, like they're like really spending all this money chasing ghosts, you know. And then lastly, is accepting such activity could lead to a diversion of resources and time away from the main responsibilities, which is pretty much uh, protecting us, you know. But don't let that derail you because back in 2007, I believe the U.S. military had investigated some paranormal phenomena. One well-known example is the AATIP program, the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program run by the DIA. So the AATIP was tasked with investigating reports of unidentified aerial phenomena, which are often associated with UFO sightings. Keep in mind that the primary focus of AATIP was a potential risk to national security rather than a paranormal explanation of such phenomena. Hi, Immortal. I heard this encounter from my friend. This occurred at an Air Force base in the Republic of Korea, maybe the Osan Air Base about six, seven years ago. Uh, just know it did not occur to me personally or my friend, but it was told to him by one of the, his Air Force buddies there. He said that one night they had a power outage at the base. Everyone went out to see the cause of it and if they could fix it. Upon walking around the hangar, they outwitnessed a very large triangular object fly over the base. It wasn't a cloud as the night was clear and the moon was in full. He said that everyone expected the aircraft to make a sound as it flew by, but it remained eerily quiet. Everyone was a bit startled, but as soon as a large triangular thing flew by, the power came back on. It was a very strange experience. Nice, so I see we have UFOs coming back. Uh, I'm pretty sure many of you know that most UFO sightings captured or reported are usually triangular shapes or various shapes like orbs in a triangular formation. But as to why so many UFOs are seen near or around U.S. military bases, um, I don't know. It could be because of certain particular activities the military engages in. Uh, maybe the UFOs are attracted to the advanced technology they're being used or whatever. Or it could just be one of the new military aircrafts being taken out for a test run, you know, and they're just shocking the fuck out of everybody. Well, that's it for today's episode of The Letter. If you have a paranormal story to share, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach out to me through the Instagram page, A underscore dead underscore letter underscore podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Until next time, keep your mind open and sleep with one eye open.